good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel and we're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come on out, join us if you can. In person, you can also join us over the phone at 217-356-9397 or you can text us at 217-351-5357. The experts are here Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And Mr. Steve Brown. Good morning. I'm uh, so grateful that you guys attended the show. I thought you'd be over there in the boutique looking at these winter hats, <laughs> scarves, and gloves. I've already done that. Ah. Did you? <laughs> Jeannie's got some cool things over there. Oh, Buy one, man. get one half off. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, i got to go back over there. So, I'd tell you, though, if you need a gift, there's just come in the store. There's something somewhere. There's so many things to look at. Wow. I know that uh, they just sent an email out, or they're going to send an email out Monday just with some more gift ideas in it. But between some of the candle photos they took, toys, yep. garden photos with some of the tools and the ceramic bird baths yep. and the feeders and the houses and... Oh, what else did they have? Of course, some boutique things in the photo. Uh, some just food. <laughs> some food. Yeah, some. just all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, yeah there's just, it, it just needs to do some Christmas shopping while you could spend a day here. Mm-hmm. Christmas shopping. Yeah, you could get something for everybody here. Including yourself, which is yeah. a good idea. I always do that. I go shopping and everything I find is just what I've been needing. Well, yeah. And then I I end up with all this stuff for me and I can't think of, oh, what do I give other people? I don't want to give away my stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could always just say, well, I would like this so much. I'm sure they would like it too. Well, this is true. Or could, I could just go, Prairie Gardens gift card, Prairie Gardens gift card, Prairie Gardens gift card, Prairie hey, throw, Gardens gift card Throw one this way, honey. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool beans. Yeah. That's my thank favorite. you. I love it because then so, you get what you want. Exactly. So, John, obviously yeah, you that's... didn't settle on a gift card with your – you said this was some things that you'd like to have or obviously somebody else would enjoy them too, but yeah. you were obviously dropping hints to some of us. So what you got going on here well, in this cart? I just picked up a little bit of this and that's that are exciting to me. First of all, the Phalaenopsis orchid is always a main gift for me or others. We have an amazing selection of orchids right now. It, it just It's gorgeous. That's all I can say. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, you know, as, as things start to sell down in Christmasville yes. over here, and you guys condensed the artificial Christmas trees yes. down in the room and brought them forward, uh, what you did with the blooming plants inside the greenhouse. Isn't that crazy? Filling back in. It's drops beautiful. in gorgeous. And the orchid display. I mean, there's yeah. 24 to 32 feet running of orchids just packed solid. Say, so what have you got? Well, 32 feet of orchids. Yeah. Gorgeous. Phenomenal. And those are 20 bucks. Yeah. It's ceramic pot. In a ceramic pot. And Two stems. You're going to have 10 it million flowers. for weeks and weeks. One of the easiest, by far, orchids to grow. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even that, I can make them bloom for a while. And that fuchsia plum color, I'm not sure. What What do you call that, Mr. Color Man? Mauve. Plum's I'll good. It plum. But fuchsia, but no. It's got these great little, little uh, spots and variations down around the center, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. It is. And classic, classy. And what do you got in the bottom part of your basket there? 
some tools and some well, birding. Some outdoor things. Stuff. So, you know, this oh, time this of year, so cool. you don't want to forget about our friends, the birds. Oh, for sure right. not. In a lot of different ways. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. This is so cool. I can't see it. Isn't that it. cute? Yeah. It's like a little woven uh, out of rush birdhouse. And it looks like a little tiki hut on top. It's a roosting pocket. Yeah. little Mai Tai pina colada <laughs> yes. on the side for the birds. Yeah. yeah so this is like you're house. on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> this is a house. I'd roost folks. in there if I fit. Absolutely. You know? That's just... Yeah. That's just cozy. Cindy got in just a really nice selection of birdhouses oh and feeders filling it back up just in time for the Christmas so gift. So much yeah. fun. Yeah. Incredible selection. I like that because this really has that na- look of nature where it, it really just kind of nestle in. And, yeah, it really and, does. And that's what birds do. They, they yeah. kind of hide themselves. Yes. So yeah. A roosting pocket. And, and we have material. There's little packets of material that birds could use for roosting, you know, to pack their... Really? Yeah. It looks like soft little stuff, you know, that you could, like, you'd be stuffing a pillow. Oh. Yeah. It's like cotton fiber, they'll, they'll, they'll fiber pick, material. They'll pick yeah. the fibers out of it and use it to, it just, there's just a nice selection in the birding area. This can, is just so much fun. Can I just, just uh, oh, I need to, the braiding on the bottom of this. Isn't that the cool? The weaving, yeah. it's just so well done. Well, it's really beautiful. It's 10 bucks. That's it's really a nice value. What a fabulous gift. Yes. For someone and their bird friends. Yes. And then what is this other bird feeder and that you And this is have? just a, a more traditional wren house, but uh, it's made of cedar. So you know how that ages outside and looks turns gray and so pretty. Yeah. And That's easily nice. can easily be cleaned out, remove the back compartment, uh, clean out the debris and... You oh, I see. It, okay. It yeah. really is important to remember birds in the wintertime because, you know, we spend all growing season feeding them and watching them, letting them play in the water. But it's really important to keep that up in the wintertime if you've, if you've trained them, as it were, to come and live at your house. Absolutely, because winter is the time it's, when they, they need the food the most. Yeah, it's rough on them. Yeah. Absolutely. So keep a water source if you can. Water source. source. Uh, we have great heaters that you can put in your water a bird bath source heater. Yeah. Now, it doesn't actually make the water warm no it actually just keeps it open yeah yes. keeps the hole open yeah. yeah does it run on batteries nope oh okay it's too, in, too many watts right to be able to handle it on batteries okay so Plugs you have in. to run an outdoor heavy extension cord to it and plug it in or unless okay. you happen to be close enough to an outlet or but like like they said it's not going to keep the closer. entire surface on a really cold day, the entire surface of the birdbath thawed out, but it'll keep that pocket maintained. Yep. Which is important. Birds need the water and the food. They just do. How much is that? That's really cool. It's 50 bucks, but okay. it's a great investment. Good to know. Yeah. Especially if you just love to just be able to watch the birds on the outside. Yeah. And especially when you have that snowy white background. Yeah. And it's just wonderful entertainment. So, yeah, I just might get that birdbath heater and de-icer. And would you grab a couple of loppers and uh, some Pretty of the cool. Oh, wait, we have one tools. more thing about oh. the birds to talk yes. about. One more bird stuff. <laughs> I, I love this packaging. And, of course, the seed company is Mr. Bird. But on the Flaming package, hot feast. It has a squirrel with steam blowing out of his ears. Huh. Well, this is... Ears. These are seeds that are infused with hot pepper 
so you see that red color i think that's kind of enhanced just showing showing off the flaming hot aspect uh birds are impervious to to the heat really as other mammals are like we are so we are not impervious to we no, hope we're, that we're susceptible we are susceptible mm-hmm. so so don't be try those ghost birds peppers. so are the squirrels okay. And so, the squirrels are so too. supposedly this is going to keep the squirrels from eating this particular brand of food. That's neat. I I put money on the squirrels myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty yeah. clever. <laughs> I was intrigued by the packaging. Indeed. So we'll have to try it. Absolutely. Yeah. You Mr. try Bird. it, Mikey. I'm not trying it. <laughs> I think it'll work. Flaming hot <laughs> feast, Mister yeah. Bird. Okay, what else you got I hope there? it does. Some tools. We got tools. He wants to talk about the tools. I know, I know, he's he's Mr. Tool. This is a multi-purpose utility knife. Mm-hmm. Kind of scary. So, like this, <laughs> I mean, this is the coolest thing I use this business. All the time? All yeah. the time. Me too. All the time. Do you? Yeah, yeah. you can plant with it, you can weed with it, you yep. can clean out debris with it. So yep. it's it kind of like a big knife, it's serrated mm-hmm. on one edge, it's uh, just like a nice clean blade on the other edge. And then it has this weird fork on the tip. And and what is this for? Oh, it's for weeding. Well, you could certainly. And oh, sometimes oh, I use it when I want to open my, my soil or mulch bags. I just jam it in there oh, and okay. slice it open. Oh, yeah. cool. Nice. Well you, well, you don't have to have a bunch of different tools. Multi-purpose. Multi. Yeah, it's a great digger. Good. I mean, I plant tulips with that. Yeah. yeah. If you buy uh, really any plant, the roots are encircling in the container when you pull it out. You need to oh, loosen them up idea. a little bit. Yeah. It'd be great for that too. Yep, the serrated edge. You can use it for just about yeah. anything. Absolutely. The Marianne's got a back scratcher. Isn't that cool? <laughs> it does look like a back scratcher. That was me scratching it's a, it's my head. It's a tiny little, <laughs> little hand rake. Little hand rake. It's a hand rake. I I have I don't have that particular one, but I do have a hand rake that I. Love. Oh, you have evergreens that the the uh, leaves blow under. You yes. just try sticking a big rake in there and raking it out. Right. Nope. Or this is perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, I could have used this this morning digging the leaves <laughs> out of my porch pots. Oh, this this is great because you know a lot of you know how deciduous shrubs get get leaves packed all down inside and in evergreens. Yes. You stick your hand in there and try to pull and pull and pull. Well, this can reach right in there and help you pull them out. I That's absolutely wonderful. want this for Christmas. So and then at let, Halloween. Just letting you know. Just you leave it out, it John. Sleeve. Just leave it out here on the table. <laughs> FYI. Halloween, you can play Freddy Krueger by putting it up your sleeve. Yeah, you could. <laughs> now, I'm also thinking, like, uh, when I'm working on planting in a garden bed, that that would help just kind of turn up the so loosen up the soil just a little bit or would that not be eh. not eh. No, probably not your first kind of choice. A thinner metal we've got some other hand tools would be better for that and certainly okay. if you're if you're mulching and you want to keep that that heavy layer away from the bottom of the trunks of the stem oh. perfect oh. Be great so for that, that perfect. would be good keep that. that light layer and then pull it out yeah. yep absolutely perfect nice yeah. Ta-da! the next one this is intriguing this is a ratcheted. It's a mini lopper, basically. Mini lopper. Ratcheted lopper. That's what I. That's what it's ratcheted lopper. Oh, and that ratchet yeah. helps you helps you with the strength of pulling it. Oh, okay. You don't have to squeeze it as hard. It's lightweight. 
It won't wear you out, and it's, it's one it's, of the shortest loppers I've ever seen. It, and the whole idea is you can get up and close in. You don't have yeah. the extra handle. Oh. And if your eyes aren't quite what they used to be, Look you can get a little bit closer to your work. Choice. Or your strength isn't like what it used to be. The ratchet helps. Uh, I think that's and the, and the fact yeah. that it's a lopper versus a hand pruner. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you yeah. can cut things that you just couldn't cut with a pruner. You can for cut sure. larger stems. Without like having to get out the long-handled yeah. pruners. The heavy long-handed pruners. It's true. <laughs> Seriously, they are. This is true. Yeah. So, no, yeah. those are pretty cool. The, that, that, this company nice. is just... I, I like it a lot. So, okay, n- not that tools aren't just, like, fascinating to talk about. I love this jade plant. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's jade? This one? Huge yeah. leaves. Yeah. Really? Big waxy leaves. I would never have guessed that. Just I guess I never really thought ab- about what jade would be. Well, what's nice about this stone. is you can just grab it and go right you know, I want to get somebody a gift, you know, a plan, a first-time person or whatever, then you just don't have to think about, and now i got to buy a pot to put it in. It's already just pick it up and take it. And a very attractive big, uh, ceramic pot. Yes. Thick leaves like that I'm thinking uh, succulent. Yeah, mm-hmm. jade plants are really easy. They're very popular, but these are just beautiful and ready to go. I mean, you just put mm-hmm. a bow on it, and there it is. What else is looking at you? <laughs> Do you know what that is? Uh, Dracaena? No. No. Dr- Dr- <laughs> no. Sans. Sansevarian? Sansevaria? That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stradivaria? I'm not going to ask you to sell it. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a snake plant. <laughs> a snake plant. Sansevaria, yes. It's a much stronger variegation than yeah. almost any other variety. Ju- I just can hardly believe how much cream. There is in this plant. There's so many different. Which cultivar is that one? This is called mini succulent. (laughs) Oh, a very generic name. (laughs) But certainly one of the coolest hands of area I've ever seen. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, sometimes they call those uh, bird nest types or. or They just kind of open up. Yeah, because they're more flat instead of of upright. It's in this seriously cute little uh, terracotta pot. That's what it's the a two-inch pot. You the say? smaller yeah. plants that just catch your heart. Yeah, these tiny little things, and you could group it with other things. I imagine. What's well, nice little little pickup hostess gifter, or like that's that. a great first-time plant person. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. Because they thrive on neglect, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so they do real well at my house. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Sansevieria. Yes, but we have a whole group of succulents in this. In that little terracotta pot, just the selection is just beautiful. See them all together, all the variations in color and texture is really neat. Oh, really neat. Bet. That's wonderful. Yeah. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. You can join us by phone at 217-356-9397 or text 351-5357. Why, before we leave from the too far from the orchids i was taking photos of the orchids because they were beautiful and full of so much color and they were right next to the calancho that you guys got in oh yes those crazy things talk about thriving on neglect (laughs) because i know i'm sure done that (laughs) so we saw a lot of calanchos If you wanted to get, and the flowers last for a long, long time. Yes, they do. Yes. But if you guys wanted to get a calancho to rebloom, any tips? 
like she just said, uh, kind of ignore it. Oh, that's my tip. I, I, I swear by that. Because yeah. they normal, uh, I mean, they're blooming right now. Yeah. They're also, they, they bloom around Valentine's Day, right? Or do they continue well, to bloom? They don't have a season. Those are probably, oh, okay. They well, just rest and helps, they, right? they just rest and go back at it again. Yeah. They're just amazing. I think, I think by, uh, once the blooms are, are dissipated, uh, if you remove them, as we call deadheading, I think that encourages the plant for its rest period and then to have a new resurge of growth. Yep. In how, how long of a rest period would you say? Whatever it Four, wants. Four, six weeks? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Just typically at least, that, at least <laughs> that long. Yeah. Okay. So, But what is it that prompts? I mean, is there any kind of, like, light amount? Uh, Tamara, honestly, I've never noticed that there's anything that triggers bud initiation. Like light, like Christmas cactus and things like that. But I have some that I've put into my potting shed which has so little light in it. And the silly things are budding like crazy. Really? Yeah. And they come in so many bright, oh, beautiful colors. That You have the bright yellow calancho, the pink... That the orange, oh, the red, orange. white, yes. oh my oh, gosh, yes. on and on and on. It's crazy. Yeah. So definitely check out the Kaleidoscope when you're here. And again, yeah, again, it's just so easy to take care of. Let's go to the phones now at 356-9397 and talk to Lynn, who's calling in from Champaign. Hey, good morning, Lynn. Good morning. Uh, I've been wanting to call you guys for so long, and it's about tools. Um <laughs> You guys are Perfect. went off of it, but I have a lot of digging to do. I mean, heavy-duty digging, and the spades that you buy, like at Lowe's or wherever, are just not tough enough. Where do people like you get uh, industrial-strength spades? They're looking at each other. Silence. What, what, what all do you want to dig? <laughs> what, what are you What are you what? trying to accomplish? Are, do you have a specific uh, project in mind, or just in general for gardening? Well, I have a lot of volunteers that I have to dig out. Oh yes. And um, you know, one minute uh, the soil, which is wonderful out here, is um, perfect, and the next minute it's hard as a rock. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I've had uh, one, I don't know what happened to it, that could chop roots, too. So I was just wondering if um, there was a special place to get that kind of um, spade uh, or, uh, you know, tougher one. I I honestly have had good luck with the spades that we sell. Um, okay. I've I've tried some heavier ones over the years. And the problem with the heavier one is it's just that. It's and, heavier, yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're right. using it for hours and hours, it sounds silly, but you get more worn out than if it's um, sturdy but a little bit lighter weight. So I think just having it be okay. heavy alone isn't the answer. Uh, I think ideally Correct. it would be pretty sharp uh, so you can yeah. cut through some of the roots and the crowns and things like that. And usually when you get them, they're pretty sharp. Uh, you can take a file and, and sharpen the tip um, after use if you want to put a little bit more of an okay. edge to it. Hmm. Um, okay. And I think as much as anything, I always just look for a collar that comes up off the uh, digging end of the portion of the spade that comes up on the shaft. And whether it's 
fiberglass or whether it's hardwood. Um, I've had good luck with right. either one if it's a composite. But you want some portion of steel up inside that yes. handle, and I think that's the saving grace. And then if you uh-huh. don't leave it outdoors uh, any more <laughs> than you have to, so when you're done with the project, if you can put it back in a dry space, that only prolongs the life of the space. Instead of sticking it in the ground and leaving okay. it there all mm-hmm. winter? Yeah. yeah. Tucking yeah. it under an eave. Yeah, Lynn, I, I think well. I, I actually agree with Steve. I don't know why, but um, I've had I've had a friend that recommended this. This it's a straight spade, so you know it's not rounded on the end; it's straight across. Right. And and it was right. sharp, but it was it was mail order, and it was heavy, and yeah, it did the job. But Steve is right; it was just wore me out just lugging it around, let alone using it. But I think the real key is 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 sharpening your tools correctly. Any tool. But a, a shovel, especially, especially when you want to cut. Okay. Uh, and yeah. and yeah. when it comes to the spades, I've had some that have had a thin uh, place where you put your foot, and I and yeah. Um, yeah, I've had some that have more of a step design. Yeah. Probably one that's a little bit wider or thicker or a step design. I find it be a little bit better. Easier. If you're wearing heavy boots, it may not matter so much. But if you're wearing tennis shoes or more mm-hmm. casual shoes, I think. A wider platform is a little bit better for you, too. And I think I, the other thing, I'd avoided having a real tall digging portion, too. Yeah. Because, again, it sounds silly, but you're lifting your leg up another f- six inches taller or four inches taller than yes. you would on another one. So if you're doing that repetitive motion for hours and hours, um, that's a consideration as well. That's yeah. interesting because I would okay. think the taller ones would be better because they would hold more dirt and I think make it, the job go more quickly. I think quickly. it throws you off balance a little bit more, and you okay. can't get quite the leverage down on it to to force the spade down to the ground. It's harder to get in, insert into the ground, and I think, and I agree, certainly keeping it sharp. And as far as if the ground is super hard, uh, I might suggest, you know, soaking the area down, getting it wet, you know, a day or two before you're going to work that way. It's a little bit softer yeah. and easier to insert. Yeah, I well, I try to work, especially with that stuff after a rain. Well, not yeah. right after, depending on how much rain. So, well, that, I have looked at Prairie Gardens. I'm going to have to look closer. <laughs> I guess. And I, and I think but, um, some. It, it just depends upon the environment. I like if I'm digging in the pasture area, I can get through that coarse turf better with a digging fork initially than I can with uh-huh. a spade. So because uh-huh. I have less surface area that I'm competing with yeah. uh, and I can loosen it up more quickly on the surface with that, then I can come back with a spade or a shovel and dig it down deeper once I get past that root zone. So I think even okay. a combination of a couple tools can be your friend and trial and error is going to help you out. Yeah. One, one thing. Right. Well, I'm not as one... young as I used to be. So I <laughs> None of us are, honey. <laughs> no, nobody is. Yeah. So one of my, one of my favorite oh. tools is is a is a Matic, uh, M A T T O C K. It's a it's like a pick on one end, and then the other end has a blade that's about four inches wide. Ooh. And for really tough, hard surfaces, I use that first to get down in. Oh, sure. And then I can go back in with uh, uh, my spade or, huh. or shovel. We find ways to work around the issues, don't we? <laughs> and when you do that, you're yeah. not. Well, I actually, I actually have one of those. So, oh, cool! Uh, and it was hidden. It was hidden somewhere, and I, I got it in my bucket. 
and I've been using it. So. All right. You sound all like right. a woman after John's Great heart there. <laughs> a mannequin in a yeah. bucket and all in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah. That's great. So, that's great. All right. Well, thank you, guys. That's been very helpful, and it's been a long time. I've really, I always am making breakfast or miss the phone number, but today I was on, on top of it. So. Yay. Good, Good to deal. talk to you, Lynn. Merry Christmas. Good luck. You brought up some great ideas, too, as well as um, yeah. just it's interesting to talk about tools, especially with somebody who understands the problems that come with them and having the wrong tools. Yes. Well, I've right. also bro- we've also broke spades. You know, oh, yeah. As, um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. There's all kinds of things you can do. <laughs> so <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had... We had a really good one that somehow got thrown in the back of the gator, and uh, limbs or something got thrown on top of it, and uh, it went into the fire pit. So, oh, <laughs> bummer. Oh, I know, I know. So, okay, thanks, guys. Thanks Have for bye calling, bye. Lynn. Thanks so much for calling in. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. Bye bye. Thank you, dear. Bye bye. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text three five one five three five seven for plant experts. Isn't that great? When you talk about things like that, you get all these visions in your head about oh, yeah. about your experiences well, that you've done the same thing. Oh, yeah. And or uh, I just envision her out there with that, just working at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, even just her mentioning volunteers pops into my head. Oh yeah. I've got two I have to deal with that were just... Only two? They're two. Well, yeah. I, I like to pretend that I got the other ones early enough, but gotcha. boy, these two just really took root, and they're nice and thick. And it's Nice. Just, yeah. Spray paint them. That'd be <sighs> lovely. <laughs> Avoid the issues. By Jove. That's it. I'll spray paint them. <laughs> so anything in the garden, folks, besides... Uh, Clean up... Clean up and planting, if you could. And well, I just had a bunch of uh, trees, evergreens moved, that were obviously in the wrong place. What was I thinking? And mulching like crazy. Now's a great time to mulch. Fertilize, fertilizing evergreens that I didn't move. And, yeah, just lots of stuff to do in the yard. Yeah, making sure that uh, things newly planted are watered and hydrated properly. Oh, for sure. And uh, if you haven't, uh, if you're a fan of using the the systemic uh, insecticide for your trees and shrubs, it's still a good time to put it on. Yep. yep. It definitely is that. Oh, it, basically anything that you could get ahead of next year and oh, get yeah. done now. Yeah. Over the Absolutely. course of the next month or so until it gets frozen. Absolutely. Right. I always good. forget that, yeah, because you think, oh, I'll just do it in the spring. and Right. Yet. <laughs> spring comes and it's always wet and rainy. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know we're going to have some kind of mild temperatures for the at least another week, but you know it's really the time to start thinking about winterizing things, like taking hoses off of the faucets to the house. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of new uh, fountains that are lighted and uh, just really great. Jealous fountains, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, get those emptied think, think and get like something over them to keep the okay, freeze thaw cycle at a minimum. Let's go back to the phone lines because Sherry is calling in from Savoy. So let's Hi, call her up morning. on the line. Hey, good morning, Sherry. Hi, Thanks Sherry. for calling in. Hi. 
Um, well, I have two things, and I'll ask the first one so I don't forget it. When you're talking about the um, systemic insecticides, okay, I never think to put on something on my roses in advance to prevent, um, oh, what are they called? You know what I mean, the, uh, the things. Japanese beetles. Throw. Japanese beetles, right. Yeah. So when I call, it's always after the fact, and I'm trying to backpedal to get. So is this the time to put something in the ground by my rose bushes? I only have a couple to, to uh, is that what you're talking about when you talk about systemic insecticides? What was your question, Sherry? We f we didn't we forgot. Oh, well, I'm sorry. No, I'm just I'm just kidding you. I'm just trying to test you to see if you can remember again. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh my gosh. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll get him for you, you, honey. Don't worry. You're you're good. You're on it. Well, what do you think, John and Marianne? I I think that uh, a systemic insecticide is a great thing to use on on most shrubs. Um, I wouldn't, I I for lack of a better term, I wouldn't bother with a rose because roses grow so fast. They they grow out of the um, using or taking up that, that systemic. But there are persistent insecticides that you can use as a, a bio-advanced three-in-one. Yeah, there's, there's one that you can apply uh, once, the, once the plant is growing actively in the spring. Uh, there's one that is a 30-day protection that you would want to apply then and every 30 days so you okay. you could do them this time of year but personally if it's something like a rose i would wait and do it early next spring because the plant's probably small enough you could apply it to the soil and that would translocate up throughout the entire plant um, okay. and that okay. that way you wouldn't it wouldn't wear out in time okay. you know if it's a larger plant if it's a small tree a really, really large shrub, 10, 12 feet tall. Uh, if it's a larger tree, I would certainly apply it in the fall to give it an opportunity yeah, to, now's a great time for to that. get where it needs to go. And okay. then we'll have uh, the conventional one that we've been selling the last however many years from SBM or whatever they're called these days. It used to be called Bear. Um, and oh. it's got a neonic in it. And neonics are very effective. They've They've had a lot of discernment in terms of people saying, hey, it's bad for pollinators, it's this, it's that, or whatever. But that is still available, but then they also have a new formula for 2022 that doesn't have a neonic in it. So we'll have both options out there. Okay, now my next question. I hope you can help me as much as you just have. <laughs> um, it is a tradition for me to give a particular family member paper rights. I've done it for years. Mm -hmm. um, I gave them the bowl in the beginning, which I got a packa, just a, you know, and then the marbles to put in it or rocks. But this year, I waited a little too long, and I went to Wentbury Gardens, and they don't have any left, and they're no. not going to get any more. No. I have called every box store, every florist, yeah. every nursery. Yeah. It, yeah. Do you have any suggestions? It's really bothering me that I, I'm big on tradition, and I really yeah. do it this year. I would take a trip to either Turkey or Israel oh, and go That's right to the fields where they're growing. Hey, I'm so that sounds curious, like a plan. Though. And, oh. okay, how about this? If she, if she can't go to Israel, <laughs> would there be a silk stem that might take the place temporarily? Uh, yeah, it's not yeah, quite the same. It's not the same. I know. Uh, it's, it's a shortage, it's as you can close. tell, not just here in central Illinois. It's a shortage across the country. 
um, maybe across the world, but I can't speak for that. Uh, but I don't know if there was not as many numbers out there in the past. Uh, typically, we've been able to reorder uh, at least through yeah. December yep. pretty reliably. But this year, it is just sold out everywhere. And we started to have a problem, unfortunately, probably 30 days ago or even maybe a little yeah, bit more, longer, yeah. 40 days ago. And uh, just could not get any back stock in place. It's too bad. So I'm sorry. Yeah, it's... We've, we've tried everywhere. We do have a couple of uh, pots of paper whites. There, I think there are three bulbs in a pot. They're already growing? Yeah, already growing. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. It has to do with the whole thing of the bulb and then, the, you know. Right. The whole, Makes so. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and anyhow, thanks for the information. Sorry. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Oh, thanks for calling. Uh-huh. Thanks Bye-bye. for calling in. Merry Christmas. 3569397 is our phone number or you can text 3515357 for Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. And we do have a text. It asks, "Is it normal to have to adjust mulch after rains or am I doing something wrong?" <laughs> so, after <laughs> after rains, do you, do you kind of have to balance things out and even I don't. Out. I think only on a slope or wherever there's water rushing off. Um, yeah. Or if you have high, high winds and water, maybe a little bit. But yeah. by that, and large, no. That's why I like or I prefer hardwood mulch because it stays in place better because it's heavier. Except that then you have to lift the bag, which is heavier. But it, I, I don't usually have any problem with that. The, the only thing that comes to mind is what Steve just mentioned, that sometimes you might have an area where there's water that, that runs or pools uh, that you might, it might dissipate and, and move around. Right. But, um, and maybe uh, if it's just freshly dug and you have a high wind area, perhaps perhaps the wind might blow it some. But and I Maybe. think if you put it on thick enough, heavy enough to begin with, you're less apt to notice some of those problems. If Maybe. you yeah. do a, maybe too thin of a coating where it's not really getting the entire benefit of what it can do for you in terms of insulating the ground and keeping it warmer and keeping the root weeds out and holding the moisture in and just moderating the temperatures. But if you put it on thick enough, two inches to preferably three or four or five inches thick, then I just don't think you have as many of those problems unless you have a downspout that washes it away or yes, it's a steeper slope or something like that. A gutter is filled with leaves at one particular spot, and so it's overflowing. Yeah, which is obviously causing spots. some other problems too. So, yeah. But, but you know, if you have that problem where you need to readjust it, that's where this little handrake comes in really handy. Oh, I'll bet. Wouldn't that be nice for that? Yes. If you have to readjust your mulch, readjust your mulch. There's but a phrase. And I don't know about you guys, but after I spread it, if I could take a few extra minutes and use the back end of a bow rake and just tamp it down yeah. lightly yep. and then just help it start that process of compacting and nestling in together, then I think you, again, are less apt to uh, have some of the it's shifting in the wind or the rain. So smooth it out as best you can. Mm-hmm. I, I water my mulch right after I apply it so that it settles really? in. Yeah, it settles in a little better. Oh, that's a good idea. 
Well, I don't know if it is, but it seems to work. It's always worth it to listen to the plant experts. Yeah. And if it's uh, uh, I like a slope, a little bit of a sloped area, that I'll sometimes even just use my boots and compact it a little bit. Okay. These boots are made for walking. And stomping down my mulch. Hey, <laughs> whatever works. You guys are weird. Oh, <laughs> you're telling us that? All right. I want to go back to these plants that um, because there are plants? a few that we haven't yet touched upon that John brought to the table. This one maybe? Yes. Isn't that cool? That one definitely. That is a cool plant. It, I, now tell me what it is. Norfolk Island pine. Oh, it is. Okay. Yep. And it's Gosh, the needles are actually so soft. a tropical plant, so it uh, has to be indoors. A lot of people question, can I plant this outside? And the because answer is from, no. It's you from can, Norfolk, but it won't Virginia, live through the winter. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Norfolk Island pine. Norfolk Make great Island little up. Christmas trees. This one's only about 10 inches tall. Oh, um, nice. But what a great uh, grab-and-go gift. Yeah, I think that's is. neat. I just had put a customer the other day that, that was decorating it, and they bought some little battery lights to put on it. It was pretty cool. That would be adorable. Um, and then I, I'm interested in the, it's like little trunks coming out of, not like one big trunk coming out of the center. Correct. Okay. So just They've just put more than one uh, cutting in it. But, but then, uh, you know, how... How large would it get, a Norfolk pine, if you could, what, like play the in-and-out game in the summertime? You or? ever been to the Norfolk Islands? You no. know, I was going to go last week, but... I'd say 60 or 80 <laughs> feet tall. It didn't work out with my schedule. <laughs> Easily 60 or 80 feet tall <laughs> in its natural environment. Oh, huge, really? huge trees. Okay. Easy. Yeah. But I have, I've had them get 8 or 9 feet tall. Yeah, absolutely. I've had customers call. Uh, I've had this for 25 years, and it's touching my ceiling and growing sideways and what do it's I do with it's it? It's a 16 or foot ceiling. Yeah, we're that's, <laughs> that's serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have fun climbing up there to trim the tree at the but top. You, you I guess. know what though? It, it, if you have cats, that's, it's great. It's a great Christmas tree because you know it's not going to fall over. Cats climbing a Christmas tree, it'll probably fall over. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> and these wouldn't. That's a well, if you've idea. got it a big enough pot. <laughs> That's great. Well, it's it's just beautiful. Neat. So tips for carrying really nice size <coughs> for right those um, bright indirect light yep. Yep. would be good. Okay. Keep it away from a heat register vent, you know, so you don't have a, a warm draft blowing on it or consequently a cool draft in the summer if the air conditioning's on. Uh, as far as watering, medium level. Evenly moist, yeah. Evenly yeah. moist, so water it super, super well and then just slightly dry to the touch in between. Yep watering so put your finger in the soil and if it feels a little bit cool and somewhat dry it's time to water again yep they're and really cool they're any really water fun. that collects in the saucer drain it out so yeah. it's not standing in water but they're easy 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 really yes they are i love the texture yep pretty cool kind Very of frilly soft and yes yeah. just kind of run your hands over the so just the opposite texture <laughs> i love this one yeah that's the oh. one that Grabs me the most there. Isn't that gorgeous? That's a fern. Really? I wouldn't have guessed that. Bird nest fern. A bird nest fern. That's a category that's gotten a little attention the last few years from breeders. 
I mean, there, there's always been bird's nest ferns since we became interested in plants uh, <clears throat> a few decades ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there's different varieties that are out there now where the texture is just a little bit different. The yep. leaves a little bit more curly or crinkly edge. It or. is okay because it. I would. It almost like it doesn't need watered, <laughs> but it's supposed to look like that with little frilly edges and stuff. Yeah, the and there it isn't like a lot of ferns that have a stem with a lot of leaves on the stem. This is just one fat leaf. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to shake and it and get a whole bunch of little. No, no this is not, not a mess. Mess this on the bottom. The and it's humidity requirements. Fern. It it does like to be uh, kept moist and and have a higher humidity level, but it's not as delicate as a Boston fern or some other type of ferns would be inside the home. And so what kind of a light level does it want? Uh, you may have already said Anywhere from bright indirect light to medium would okay. be good. Mm-hmm. Nice. That is that is beautiful. And then I noticed you also have a couple of uh, w- like combination containers. Yeah. With, uh, Little are gardens. Th- are they succulents or cactus? Or well, we have one that's cacti, yes. In a little terracotta container. Oh, you got that? Got it. Okay. <laughs> I think kids love those. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's neat. And, yeah, you have, what, two or three different cactus in here? Cacti? Yeah. And then the, the red pebble around it to pack it in. That's that's darling. Then the other one, the larger one with the different succulents in there, what are they, Marianne? Seven different Eight different plants in there, at least. Probably eight, yeah. Yeah. Eight okay. different succulents. It's a little landscape right there. Talk about texture and color, and form, shapes. Yeah. Isn't it just fabulous? It really is. Look at this little it's gold. Just keep looking all thing around. over here. Isn't that? <gasps> isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. What a lovely contrast to everything around but, it. Well, and and what is this here? The little edge of area. So clean and and have little, little red purple. centers to it. Yeah. This really tall, looks like a, a cigar with uh, spikes. That's yeah. a very thin cucumber. A cucumber, that's wow. a good That's a good term too, better a, than cigar. Or a green carrot sticking Great up. thing about succulents, uh, again, easy care. The yes, they are. What's the, what's the most common thing that happens? You overwater plants. These you do not want to overwater. For sure. For sure, because they have that fleshy, the fleshy leaves. See how different they are? And they really don't have a large root system. Their root systems are shallow, so that way you can get away with, you know, not a deep container because the more soil mass, the more water it's going to hold and retain. Oh. I didn't even think about that, to have a smaller container. This is, I, I just love this container. That's fabulous. Well, we've got a whole lot of them, and they just look fabulous. Linda did a, a great job of putting them together. Oh, Linda did those. Yeah. That's why they look so nice. Okay. So, what, we have just a couple of minutes left. Yeah, minute just so, again, so. All, all the great gift ideas, besides the gift cards at PG, and you can get them for any dollar amount that you want. But whether it's some of the toys over here, and, again, we just had a text uh, last night about some really satisfied customers at the Springfield location that were shopping the toy department. And it was a young mom that had four children all under the age of seven and they were just going nuts in the department. So Joe's picked out some really, really cool things. Yeah. How could you not find something yeah, in this I mean, toy stuff department? Two ninety nine, three ninety nine on up to yeah. about twenty bucks and yeah. everything in between. So lots of cool, unique things there that you just aren't gonna find at the box stores. Christmas trees, 
We had the best selection by far in the area. We were able to get a few hundred extras this year, despite the shortage that everybody's talking about. So we've got some really nice balsams for 49 bucks yep. that are eight feet tall. Yep. And we've got some nice Frasers still too. Yes, so we do. Good selection. Poinsettias and Christmas cacti and all sorts of fabulous things you'll find out here at Prairie Gardens where this has been. Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Thanks, you guys. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. You know, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Well, Merry Christmas to you all, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Uh, big thanks to our executive producer, Dave Leak, for Try that again. Marianne Metz, Steve Brown, John Weisgarber, I'm Tamara McDaniel. Thank you so much for listening, and we certainly hope you have a wonderful weekend.